Coming up today on This Is True Really News, police in Nebraska are surprised. Surprised, you tell me. They're surprised, yes. I told you. If you like that kind of stuff, please um, like, subscribe, and follow This Is True Really News. I and don't like being surprised. And if you, you're going to, I think you're going to get a kick out of this one. It's no, not, I don't like being it's surprised. It's not gross. Dude. It's interesting. Don't care. Um, don't like being surprised. Yeah. <laughs> but the cops were surprised. You can be unsurprised as much as you want. I don't like it when cops are surprised. <laughs> That's bad. Well, it depends. I'm sorry. Where were you? If you have a story that you there think you we could destroy, uh, please simply send it to TITR at netradio.network. Pretty much in any story, we could yeah. make it unusable. Yeah. We, yeah. I mean, if you if there were a construction company that destructed stories, we would be the best one. We would win gold medals if it were a sport. This is True Really News with Scott Combs and Tony Vercanis. All the news you're about to hear is true. Really? As far as you know. Over the last several months, Don Powell and his wife, Nancy, have been puzzling over uninvited inhabitants of their fancy mailbox in Orchard Lake, Michigan. Is Orchard Lake kind of hoity and toity? I have no idea. Or do they have a dump of a house and they just decided to put up a really cool mailbox? I don't know. (laughs) USA Today reports that in August, two small dolls, a miniature couch, and a small table appeared in the mailbox. I was going to say, you know, it was a kind of a, a prelude to Barbie, but no, not to fit in a mailbox. The mailbox, by the way, is custom built to resemble the Powell's actual home. That's what I was guessing. With windows and a solar powered interior light that comes on at night. Bur- tiny little bourbons. The dolls were accompanied by a note we've decided to live here Mary and Shelley. Where's Frankenstein? He's off building his fiend. Uh, Powell thought a, by the way, it is fiend, not monster. Frankenstein was also the creator, not the fiend. Correct. Thank you. Powell thought was, as Dracula was actually the vampire. Um, I understand yeah. he was very popular. Especially with the check seat. Yeah. Apparently having a weird accent and fangs is a, a chick magnet. No, I was thinking of, I was thinking of the uh, monster. The fiend. Right. Yeah, but you're thinking of young Frankenstein, and that was just made up. Well, I just thought that was history they uncovered. Powell thought a neighbor might be spoofing him. Duh. Dog with a bone. But after exhaustive investigatory? Yeah, ooh, that's a great word. Wow, you just don't hear that enough. People usually just say investigative. investigative. Yes. But anyway, after doing some snooping, he's no longer any closer to knowing the source of the Tenants. Nice. Over time, the home gained a four-poster bed, a dog, <laughs> which is, you know, sad because I'm pretty sure like one of them is one of the Powell's is allergic to dogs. And it's just, Ooh, that's they, bad. They need a can't cat. get the mail. It's just no one needs a cat. They may um, want to get uh, a bull. Not in the house. A bull isn't outside the mailbox. No, get a, get a small one that fits in a car. Bull. Yeah. Why? Why not? I mean, wouldn't you? No. Ah, well then. I might get a llama. I don't know if we can be friends anymore. At Halloween, Mary and Shelley 
I'm not touching it. It's okay. Wasn't wasn't her brother the poet? Mary Shelley's brother? Yeah. I don't he know. Was, he was the famous poet. She happens on and she happens on the you know all time bestseller. Yeah. Right. Um for the Shelley family. Where was I now? Oh, Mary and Shelley. They were part of a group. No, not the inklings, but like that. Mary and Shelley were replaced by two skeletons. Tiny dolls. version of the inklings. You could call them the tinklings. <laughs> what? You know, we could do something for that Twitch. What Twitch? <laughs> At Halloween, Mary and Shelley were replaced by two skeleton dolls dressed in black. At Christmas, tiny wrapped gifts appeared. Okay. Now Paul is thinking of writing a children's book about the mailbox mystery, saying, I don't know, I think it creates a novel story. I think that's fantastic. I want to know who the neighbor, who's doing this. Well, that's somebody is. And it's also yeah. time consuming. Right. I wonder if they went shopping for the whole year. Can you imagine what they do at the high Jewish holidays? This could be fun. All of a sudden, some chicken matzo ball soup shows up. Arbor days, there's a little tree growing on top of the mailbox. On Bastille day, there's a little guillotine. With a head in a basket. <laughs> Police in uh, Nebraska. Those were the days. We're a bit surprised after they pulled a man over for driving on a motorway with a Watusi bull in the passenger seat. This is why you wanted a bull. It's called foreshadowing, Tony. Learn something about literature. It's called name him Fernando and write a book about it. <laughs> As you know, the Watusi is a medium in is medium in I suppose size. you could tell a bad joke about him, but the book is cooler and <laughs> with cows weighing nine hundred to twelve hundred pounds and bulls weighing a thousand to sixteen hundred pounds. Moo. Officers received reports of the bull, reportedly named Howdy Duty, in a vehicle. And assumed it would be a small calf or animal that would fit inside the man's car. Watusi calves routinely weigh at about 30 or 50 pounds at birth. Ooh. However, this enormous black and white bull with very large horns was standing with most of its body sticking outside of the modified small white vehicle as it traveled down Highway 275. It's riding in the car. A passenger side door. Well, kind of in and out at the same time. Yeah, I was going to say he's probably bigger than the car. Passenger side door had been replaced with a metal barred guardrail. It's usually found in a cattle enclosure. Also, the roof of the passenger side was removed to accommodate the bull's impressive horns. Happy? I've been happier. This from Ronnie Tucker. It's amazing you brought that Ronnie! up for sending it to me. Hey, Ronnie. A suburban Chisago man, no, sorry, Chicago man. Yeah, I was going to say Chisago's in my neck of the woods, too. Yeah, right? Suburban Chicago man is facing firearm charges after he told officers he accidentally shot himself in the leg. Was and, he carrying it in a fold of fat anywhere? Yeah, maybe. He ought to... Uh, he ought to it seems to be a Chicago his, tradition. He ought to rescind that statement and go back to the negligent. He negligently shot himself in the leg. There you go. Deputies found the 62-year-old man, who's old enough to know better. You would think. With a gunshot wound to one of his legs, applied a tourniquet to the limb because he was losing a significant amount of blood before being hospitalized. I know what happens when you shoot yourself, blood comes out. The man told investigators he had a dream that someone was breaking into his home. 
And during that dream, he retrieved his 357 Magnum revolver and shot at who he believed was the intruder. He thought he was the intruder? When he fired, he shot himself and apparently woke up from the dream. Sleep shooting is never a good idea. Investigators determined there was no burglary attempt at the man's home in a northwest Chicago suburb. Ooh, that is the hoity-toity part of town, probably. But they found that his uh, state firearm owner's identification card had been revoked, and he was still in possession of a firearm, so he'll be going to court. Do yourself one little time. <laughs> one, right just away. once, and look yeah, what and happens. Right away, they grab. What's Illinois? Sleep shooting. Hmm. I I had a dream last sleep night. Sleep walking. I've heard of uh, sleep. Uh, Sleep nookie nookie, I've heard of. I, I, I read I've about, heard of a lot of sleep things, but never sleep shooting. Well, there's one guy who has to be really careful because he gets up and does things like jumps through his second story window. Ah, sleep superheroing. Yeah. And he luckily he landed in the bushes. And, um, you ever landed in bushes? <laughs> no, not luckily. Their dude. security detail gets in the way. Hang on. Thank you. I'm here all week. Um, but he has to zip himself up in a sleeping bag and put mittens on to keep him from roaming around and doing dangerous things. Could be a thing this guy needs to do. So kind of like werewolves where you yeah. chain him up on the full moons. and Oh, there you go. Yeah. A 23-year-old teacher at Griffin Middle School in Tallahassee, Florida, was arrested in April. Angel Footman was charged with contributing to the delinquency of a minor, according to the New York Post. The charges came after school administrators learned that Footman was allegedly hosting violent brawls between students in her classroom. White club? was the first thought I had. Well, first thing you do is you never talk about You never talk about fight club, so it could could have been. Naturally, she set down rules because, you know, she's a teacher and these yeah. are students. You got to have rules. Absolutely. No recordings. No pulling hair. No screaming because, well, people would notice that. Uh, my brothers used to fight silently, except you could hear. <laughs> Fights must be limited to 30 seconds each. So do your damage quickly. However, several sixth grade girls alerted the administrators and video turned up showing footmen at her desk while students were fighting each other. Sixth grade girls? Yeah, sixth grade girls. It's a tough neighborhood. I Well, it is Tallahassee, Florida, known for its... Florida for its Yeah. So now we have Florida woman. Nice. Florida teacher person. What's left? Well, I think we talk about dreams again. Speaking I like dreaming. Of, speaking of dreams, BuzzFeed asked their community about their dreams. See, BuzzFeed's dream is to have a community. What could go wrong? First one, I dreamt about the people who had waffles for heads, and someone took a giant bite out of the top of one of them, so he died, and they had a funeral for him. I woke up crying. And stupid. I was running through a maze and all of a sudden... She probably went to bed stupid, so never mind. Kermit the Frog jumped out with a knife. I kept running until Dustin Hoffman rose from the ground and shot Kermit. You know, it's funny. Last night I had a dream that I had a a calf cramp. I woke up today 
really sore in my left calf. Hmm. I hope I don't die in my dream tonight. So this guy flicks on the light to see Bruce Springsteen in complete no, porn in the no, USA. No, no man. <laughs> the guy... Guy's dreaming, sees Bruce Springsteen in complete born in the USA get up going through my sock drawer and stealing well, all my good pairs of socks. You can't really go on stage without socks. When I actually did wake up, I had to check the drawer just in case. Of course you, know, you did. You know, Bruce. Known sock thief. Sock thieves like him were born to run. I think. Well, in their glory days. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And they got old rich and just drove pink Cadillacs. Drivers along Interstate 5 near Eugene, Oregon. Where? What? Well, I, I was just giving you the, you know. Now I want to hear Pointer Sisters Fire. I can't. Don't. You know, that's a Springsteen song. Uh, he way. wrote it for him. <laughs> Actually, you know who he wrote that for? Who? Elvis. Oh, that's right. And then Elvis I had died. forgotten. Yep. And the Pointers sisters picked it up, and it was great. I loved yep. his version of it, too. We played that song. No, I I like the Pointers sisters version, and only That's the Pointers sisters version, because it's just cooler. I like it. Are there any Pointers sisters left? Did they die? Lots of them. Is Bill Gates like still alive? Of, no, because he was actually a Pointer sister. <laughs> well, you can see the relationship. Good makeup. Drivers along Interstate couldn't just let me go on. Good. Drivers along Interstate Five near Eugene, Oregon, were startled. Startled, I say, to see a hundred dollar bill. Oh no! To see multiple hundred dollar <laughs> bills floating through the air. Are they still there? Maybe we could go. I road trip. Fox News reported, and many cars, in fact, stopped along the highway to grab the money. Well, honestly, if hundred dollar bills are floating down, how many people are not outside of Richie Rich's parents? Really? Exactly. You know. Thurston Howell III probably wouldn't. Yeah. Bill Gates, <laughs> who we now know was one of the Pointer Sisters. Pointer sisters. <laughs> when the he's, Oregon st he's 58 now and stopped when, performing. When the, when the Oregon... How old is Springsteen? Like 100 and what? Oh, 190. Did you, oh, did yeah. you ever see that special he did recently in his uh, barn? No. Fantastic. It was It was absolutely worth it. And the music was fantastic. But it's Springsteen, and I'm not a big Springsteen fan. Um, you're a country or, fan, or as Sinatra would say, Bruce Springsteen. You're uh, you're a big country fan. I am. You might like this a lot. Don't think so. It's got Springsteen. But it was it was very interesting. I'm a big country fan. I don't like Taylor Swift, and she started out country. Her first hit was, I think, a song called Tim McGraw. Oh, and their second one was Dropkick Me Jesus Through the Goalposts of Life. No, I believe that was David Allen Coe, but go ahead. Okay, whatever. No, Terry Bradshaw did it. Bobby Bear? Who I don't know. Look it up. You've got a computer. Oh, Dropkick me. Now, where was I? Uh, drivers, $100 bills floating, people actually stopping. When the Oregon State Police tracked down the source, it was Colin Davis McCarthy, who told them he'd been throwing the money out of his car to bless others. You know this? Yeah. Apparently, it can be done out of a car. He said he had dispersed roughly twenty two hundred two hundred thousand dollars in hundred dollar bills. Wow. OS. The police later revealed that McCarthy's family had been in touch. He had depleted a shared family bank account for his little Robin Hood moment. 
Oh, let's be honest. Robin Hood didn't rob from himself and give to the poor. Robin Hood took what was paid in taxes, which was their own money, and just gave it back to them. Right. Right. Hmm. So did you find it yet? Yeah. It was written by Paul Kraft. Okay. In the mid-1970s. That's the guy that did H.R. Puffin Snuff? No. No, that was Sid Marty Croft. Sorry. <laughs> Paul was obviously his brother. That I can remember. Became a kid's names. It became a hit for Bobby Bear in 1976. It's the oh, Wikipedia describes the song as the world's only Christian football waltz. <laughs> and that I think is awesome. That proves why Wikipedia is so trustworthy right there. <laughs> I love Wikipedia. So apparently if you mention Jesus in any song, it's a Christian song. Yeah. Well, hmm. I like Christian waltzes that are about dropkicks, so... There you are. You're like in hog heaven. This is True Really News. Send email to TITR at netradio.network.